0: Hi friends, welcome to Shameless Shenanigans. I'm your host Sal, and this is where we talk about everything queer within the LGBTQ spectrum of the Bay Area, including culture, history, dating, self-love, human rights, and so much more. But today we are here to discuss self-love. It's easy for all of us to say that we love ourselves, but sometimes we really have to check ourselves and ask, are we? taking the steps necessary to take care of ourselves. This is why we are going to be discussing the stigmatism behind why individuals within the queer community, not only the queer community, but specifically the queer community, correlate finding love with happiness. Today I have three of my best friends in the studio to help me out, and who better than your ride or dies to talk about self-love. So first up, I have Tatiana. She's my sweetheart. She is like the mom of the group. And then we have Vanessa, who is my burst of joy. And then lastly, I have Trent, who is my logical and great, great friend. So we're going to start out this episode with a little game I call Yes Ma'am, No Ma'am. I'm going to bring up a topic that has to do with pop culture, and everyone around the table is going to give me a Yes Ma'am or a No Ma'am. What I have yes. for y'all is Taco Bell. How do we feel about yes, it?
1: Ma'am. Yes. Yep. No yes, ma'am. Yes. No. Ma'am.
0: What? It's a Yes Ma'am for me, but uh, I want to hear about the I No Ma'am, an and then I'll explain it.
2: For your delinquency. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, it's nice when you're drunk at 2, but the regret at 7 a.m. is not worth it for me. Can't
1: Ooh. relate.
0: Honestly, me too, girl. <laughs> There's one night, me and my ex-boyfriend, we were coming from a wedding, and, you know, after it was all done, we were craving Taco Bell. And we order, and we get up to the window, and then the guy's like, do you want any hot sauce? And I'm like, girl, we want all the hot sauce. And he's like, girl... And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not in San Francisco. (laughs) What do you guys think about Bust Out Tatiana? Okay, what do you guys think about this? Because this is Tatiana's anthem.
1: It's not, but it has been thrust upon me. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to accept those things that are thrown at Mm you.
2: With
0: with greatness comes
1: responsibility, I guess.
0: It's just so funny because till like 3 months after it was released,
1: I had never heard of this song and all of a sudden I was hearing it everywhere. And now I can't even go to the club without somebody saying what I what I think is my name and it's actually this song. I'm not a thought never have been maybe in the works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's what's so ironic about it is like Tatiana's like the cutest like sweetest you know, person. She's like the mom of the group, so it's so but funny. But when this
2: song comes on
0: oh. <laughs> the script got changed.
2: She has three minutes and twenty two seconds of freedom.
0: <laughs> all right. So now I wanna know what do you guys think about the All Stars Four double win.
2: First of all, can we talk about Trinity's reaction to the double win?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Did you guys see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Until they're like, happy. Don't worry, y'all each get a hundred thousand. She's like, All right,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah she yeah, was she, not yeah. feeling it.
1: It's, it's gonna be yeah. a no man for me. I just no. thought that having a double win, I, yeah. as much as I love drag race, I'm getting really, really tired of these gimmicks that they're doing That they're trying every to keep single, single season. Like, yeah,
3: like,
1: I like Trinity and I like Manila should have won. If I just, I. <laughs> I just thought that a double <laughs> win was so... Yeah. I thought it was lazy. I thought the double win was so lazy. It was like a cop-out. Yeah, it so was yeah, a cop-out. Yeah. It was yeah. a cop-out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. choose someone. Yeah, yeah
0: that once their plan of Manila winning got snagged, they're like, oh, we gotta come up with something yeah. now. Yeah, we gotta do something. <laughs> How do you feel, I, Trey? I
3: think there's politics in the fandom yeah. on social media. Yeah. yeah, They're gonna curtail their judgment in the end. I don't think it should have been a double win. I think it, it, it makes getting into an All-Stars Hall of Fame less of like desirable status yeah. yeah it's like oh, okay well you can just get in as a double win too it just I mean I think they both did great um I think it should have been more so Trinity might in my I mean Monet definitely grew
0: yeah I'm not she gonna grew, take that yeah. away yeah. yeah, but
2: she shouldn't have won an all star season I
0: mm-hmm. agree yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that meme of Gia so they're just accepting anyone now <laughs> <laughs> well
2: so, I mean I thought you guys were gonna bring up the fact that like it was all over social media that like they had the double win because they had not had a African-American colored woman yeah. win all stars yet.
1: Oh, I and know.
2: that's oh. that was the, that's biggest the biggest thing. reason. That was the biggest reason why everyone said that there was a double win. But then I'm over here like, look at the first three seasons of Drag Race, period. Yeah. All colored women. That's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but all right, Changel should have won season three all stars.
0: Yeah, it looks like we're... Yep, I'm still about that.
1: I'm, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. Yes. That's a whole so, other conversation.
0: Both situations is collectively a no-ma'am. Open relationships. How do you guys feel about them? Do you think they work?
1: I, I think that the world is very gray, and I think that, you know, anybody can do whatever they want to do, but the problem with open relationships, at least what I've seen in the straight community... Is that one person is saying it's open and the other person isn't aware that it's open. Mm. I think that it takes a very special kind of person to be in an open relationship that's functional and fulfilling. And you need to, all of the parties involved need to be very translucent with what is going on. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up. You know we live in this very decadent world where you want to have your cake and eat it too and so you have one person who's like yeah i'm with you man whatever and then they're just sort of you know throwing it around anywhere that they can you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. in theory it can but in practice it doesn't work a majority of the time Mm -hmm. but i mean yes ma'am i think it can work
0: my my first boyfriend he would make out with guys in front of me and Ew. then act thank like... Thank you,
2: next. Yeah, thank you, next. <laughs> exactly. Again.
0: And no. And <laughs> so, like, I actually kind of said I was okay with it, but I really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I failed. Because you
2: don't want to lose that
0: person. I'll be 100% honest. As I said, I'm uncandid, you know. Like, I failed one whole semester of college because of that relationship. Mm. You know? Like, I wouldn't even go to class. Like I had a, it
2: consumed you that much. It
0: consumed me that much. Like if my professor had to tell me like what's going on, Sal. Like it was my acting class, and he's like, Sal, you love this. Like, what are you like? What's wrong? Like, and you know, I just said like I was I'm in an over relationship, and it's not good for me. You know.
2: Yeah, that's not P. That's one
0: yeah <laughs> and I mean <laughs> I don't want to say no ma'am or yes <laughs> That's that I don't want to say <laughs> no ma'am or yes ma'am to it in yeah. general but personally yeah personally it's a no ma'am I have my two best friends it's like my gay I like to call them my gay dad and my gay mom
3: because
0: they're like they got me into drag they're like my my they brought me out of the closet when I was 21 they're like my family and um they have an open relationship but they've known each other for ten plus years oh wow. So like so I So there's understand. like no secrets. There's no secrets. Yeah. Like, and they understand like they love each other, they have a beautiful house. They have they're like honestly gay relationship goals and Just like
2: relationship goals. Yeah, yeah but
0: they don't get jealous of each other and they communicate with each other yeah. and I could see okay, where well, that's healthy because mm-hmm. They're they love so each other, open. but they also know that, you know, like yeah. we can't just have sex with each yeah. other. But
2: I also think like what you're saying about like, hey, just being open, like the moment someone tries to be like that shady person that's like, oh, I'm just gonna do whatever then then mm. that's where the trust is broken and then it's a big mess.
0: Girl, I think we need to open up another bottle. <laughs> We're gonna go to a commercial break, we'll be right back. <laughs> Right, so we're back from our commercial break. We're gonna get to our meat of our discussion, and this episode is all about self love, as RuPaul says. If you don't love yourself, how the hell you, you gonna, gonna love, love somebody, somebody else? else. Amen. And that's the amen. Tea. Yep. I know at this point it's cheesy, but mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. I want to first start out this discussion with, as each of us like, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Because I feel like that plays a big part and what necessities we need in our daily life. For me, I'm an extrovert. I haven't always been one, but I am. Okay.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm introverted. <laughs> Except when I'm her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they three Yama minutes comes down and t- 22 <laughs> seconds.
2: <laughs> People are so gonna fact me. They're like, bitch, it's four minutes and two seconds. <laughs> I don't know how long the song is, to be honest. It's just the, <laughs> That's just the time I dug in on.
0: <laughs> Vanessa, extrovert?
2: I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> Have you always been one?
2: I haven't, actually. I was so shy in high school. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, like... I started working in the retail world where they push you, like, hey, you have to fucking talk to people. Like, Ah. you can't sit here and be shy. Like, that doesn't work. And, like, it wasn't until then. And so that's why I think I'm a product of my environment.
0: We definitely relate on that level because, like, growing up in high school. (laughs) Yeah, right? Growing up in high school, I wasn't out, and I felt so, like, nerdy and awkward and weird. And I felt like nobody would even, like, like me And then it wasn't until I came to San Francisco and I went to the Castro and my friends dragged me to my first gay club. And I was like, Yep, I'm gay. (laughs) They dragged. No pun intended. There's other people like me. And then it kind of like I became my environment is what made me an extrovert. Product
2: of your environment, yeah. -hmm. I definitely feel that. Like
3: 100%. I feel feel for me. So I like to say there's four categories introvert, extrovert. Introverted extrovert, extroverted introvert.
1: Right, yeah.
3: And I believe that I am an extroverted introvert, so I like to be social. I think it's really fun and stuff, but I feel like I have too. You enjoy have your my, moments. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I'm single. All the you need that time. I'm a very. I'm a very self time person. I realize more and more.
0: Uh, do you guys believe in the hegemonic ideology of marriage? So sure? basically, hegemonic is like the dominant, like heteronormative ideology of what marriage is I've always kind of felt that way like I needed to find a partner and I mean I'm 27 so I have a, I still have some couple of years under my belt to find someone but like and
2: also don't you feel like your biological clock is like not I mean so much ticking. for a guy but like the point where you're like hey I'm getting to that like point where I should have met someone
0: yeah and does like, that
2: change your opinion versus you a couple years ago
0: Something a couple years ago is still kind of lasting with me because I'm going to share, like, my brother and his girlfriend are high school sweethearts. My grandparents are high school sweethearts. My parents are high school sweethearts. Wow. So I'm the only one in the family that I'm 27 and I still haven't found somebody. Except for me. I know. It's weird. I, except for
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, should I just be straight? Like,
0: I just don't, I don't understand.
3: Turn the switch.
2: Okay. Right? <laughs> um... <laughs> And you finally found some, I know, I get it. I know, we've been waiting
0: forever. I know. And and it's like, but I know, like, it was something that my, I brought up my gay, my gay dad and mom, um, who, the ones who helped me come out of the closet, because when I was 21, I wanted to have a boyfriend so bad. And he's like, no, you don't. But he told me that, like, the first phase of a gay man's life is you want to have a boyfriend. You, you're you young. You want to be in love. You want to wow. have that whole entire connection. The second phase is you want to be single. You want to be a hoe. So, like, when yeah. you're 30s is, like, when you're ready to slow down. You don't want to go to the clubs. You want to actually just be with your yeah. person. Mm-hmm.
2: But I also feel like different lifestyles have different. Statuses to where people care more or less about things like that.
1: I've always I've always found the narrative that you need to have romantic love to be happy to be a little problematic. Just personally, because mm-hmm. even though, even though I have a boyfriend, I've always like valued friendship mm-hmm. more than I valued romantic love. Same, and same. So like the narrative, it's like oh, you have to be in a relationship to be happy. I'm kind of like I mean yeah, that adds one aspect to your life, mm-hmm. but like. What if you have a really great job? Yeah. What if you have a bunch a career, of great What friends? if you're
2: career-minded?
1: Yeah, exactly. What if you're a lawyer happy? and
2: you're trying to fucking get your shit? Yeah, because
1: then what if you, you know? break up? You yeah. break up and you have no friends. Like, and what now kind of what? happiness
0: now is what?
3: that? You which know?
0: brings me into my next topic, exactly, is that what are... Now I wanna find out like what are some practices that we do. I know we're not specialists, therapists or anything by that means, but like what are some practices that we do to make ourselves happy and in tune with ourselves, you know?
2: Work life balance one hundred percent. I think is the first thing.
3: Equate other goals to the same status as a relationship. Career That's mm-hmm. true. Treat it the same.
1: Yeah, I've
2: always because
3: I've known. heard a lot of people yeah, get the relationship and it's not it's not right because you're forgetting other parts of yourself. You, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has their own narrative in life. I always say you're born alone, you die alone. You're gonna have relationships in and out, but the fact is, you got you. So yeah. mm-hmm. make sure you put yourself first, not in not in a selfish way, but in a self-loving way. Yeah, you
2: know? no. but also some people like care so much about other people that they forget about themselves. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's that's common.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I'm I feel like I can be guilty of that at times. But something that I've kind of learned, like, I'm taking a step back from dating right now. And I'm trying to get more in tune with myself. And I know that, like, this is my time to... Trying to
2: find your priorities.
0: Yeah, this is my time to get myself to where I want to be. Like, I want to build an empire Mm -hmm. for myself. I mean, I'm not saying, like, a whole empire, you know. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like... Foundation. Have, have my own car, have my own house, my own apartment. I'm like apartment. an
2: empire, where it at?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, it's going to be an empire eventually. <laughs> uh. Well, that, well, that, well, that
1: kind of ties into what I was getting ready to say, because I have two mm-hmm. things. I have the stuff that I do, like, where I take a day and I do stuff, but I've always found myself feeling especially good when I mm-hmm. accomplish mm-hmm. something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm,
2: I'm that person that needs a checklist and I can cross it off, and I'm like, yes. Yes, and you It's so
1: nice. Like, but but the the easier the easier things I do, which you know, it's gonna make me sound like I'm depressed. But (laughs) I like to I like to stay in bed and just watch really bad Netflix movies.
3: Oh my god! Why would you
1: want to watch a bad one when you can watch a Uh good one? Because the bad ones are good in a bad way. I see. Like, like, like <laughs> they're funny. I thought you were going to say, I've watched
3: all the good ones, now no, I'm on the bad no. ones. <laughs> like,
1: like I'll, lay, I'll lay in my bed and just watch Hulu movies and then I'll take a bath.
3: You got to establish your own version of self love. We're all in a very comparative culture, especially in the Bay Area, to be honest. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you're doing, where you're at, who you're dating. Have you ever it's felt like limited
2: because we live here? Or no. do you feel more open because we live here?
3: I do feel more open, but I do feel limited. I'm in the corporate life, and
0: I do feel a little limited. Me too.
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, there's a certain aspect of, Half like... Half it
3: limits you, have. To be, yes! That, it matters yeah. how you want to navigate it, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's pretty... For me, honestly, community events make me feel happy. So, if I'm involved with, like, a theater production... Like, I used to do theater... Um I involved with like an a acting class. Really? The
2: f- best fucking time of my life. Best time of my life. Yeah,
0: and didn't you feel like so satisfied? I like loved once? it.
2: Cause I you- loved it. Cause even if you don't wanna like pursue that or whatever, like that gets you out of your shell. That gets you like
0: it gets you, you out of your own body, there. in a way. You have to. Yeah, you have to put yourself yeah. out there, and in a way, you get out of your own head. Because you're studying a not, different character. It's not you. It's not you. It's a yeah. character, yeah. So, it's a kind of an escape. So, it kind of makes you realize, like, there's more to life than what is going on in your head. And I think that's maybe one thing that, when we get down to the core of this is. Of this stigmatism in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like we just get in our own head and we're like, oh my God, we need somebody. Yeah. But in the end, you don't, you like, you are a beautiful person in yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: But I also think people will get in relationships because they feel so bad about whatever's going on with them. It's a distraction to them. Yeah. They're like, this is something I can focus on mm-hmm. and put all my time and energy into mm-hmm. Like, I don't necessarily like you, but I like the idea of dating someone. Yeah. And that's, that's what they a, need yeah. to get in
3: the top. Mm-hmm. That's
0: classic. Yep. Yeah. And that's why, that's what I said about an empire before. Like, yeah. you need to build your own empire, and the person you fall in love with should have their own empire. Like, they have their own you world, bring and each you other have up. your own world. And you guys should mm-hmm. both be lifting each other up, and you guys don't need to always be around each other, but you guys have your own worlds, but your worlds mesh at the same time. Yeah,
3: Actually, one of my things... That I, I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, can I get a high five? Can I cry?
3: <laughs> if yes, you can't bitch, love yourself, how well, the, the hell you are gonna you going to
2: love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Don't amen. cry, let's and talk. Amen.
3: <laughs> okay, let's promise I can't promise like... I'm not going to cry,
2: though. I <laughs> can't, you can't um, so long.
3: Yeah, the empire things that really hits home because I like to say... I want to date someone but I don't want to be their world Mm -hmm. that's why I drop a lot of relationships because I'm fearful they don't understand to put themselves at a certain caliber and that because if I feel like I'm your only source of happiness and everything I'm dropping it immediately because you're going to eat up my time and energy instead of focusing on get your career shit together because to me that's more attractive if you have other facets of your life you're working on then it makes it more charming when you do start to spend time on my world
0: yeah, and when you, when you both have your career goals in line, then you guys can have more fun together when it's time to have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: exactly.
0: So the question I want to ask is, because I think it's so important that we have our queer families, because we all come from different places, and I think our queer families is what really grounds us, like, what is something that each of you love about your queer family?
2: i mean as a straight girl i've never been treated so well by people that didn't know me and just accepted me right away as people that have been in the gay community Mm -hmm. like i have straight up just not known people and gotten to gay bars like here you know san francisco all the time here in san jose and like People have just, like, accepted me. They're like, you're straight, whatever, we don't give a shit, like, you're cool. It's, like, all about, like, I feel like what they care more about is, like, I, I, I'm i not trying to speak for everyone, like, I, I mean, I don't know how everyone is, but I'm saying in my experience, what I've seen is people care more about you being a good person and treating other people well than, like, what are you wearing like, who are you with? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's your status? Like, for mm-hmm. I've gotten so far and gotten to know such good people. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and by that, it's like not stirring up any drama, just being a friendly, yeah. approachable person. Mm-hmm.
1: I fucking love the gay community. My queer family chose me, and I'm happy about that. It's like, I have resting bitch face. So when people <laughs> take a chance on me, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know?
3: Well, I feel like, ironically, the gay community and the lesbian community don't hang out, yet the irony is I hang out with straight women a lot.
1: I've been Mm
2: -hmm. called out for only having gay friends as a straight person.
0: And, I mean, it's interesting because the gay community and the lesbian community, they all started from the same place. Like, if you go back to... You're all fighting
2: for the same the
0: rights. The 1980s in the Castro in San Francisco. I mean,
2: go back to Stonewall. Yeah.
0: Stonewall, like, you're all fighting yeah. for the same rights. Right? Yeah, so nowadays it's still a conflict. I think we just need to keep in check with each other and just yeah. know that yeah. we support each other no matter what mm-hmm. in yep. the end. I'm so happy that I have a strong community of friends and I want to inspire others to build your community of friends. Build love. And get rid of the hate, cause thank you next. I'm so grateful that I had three of my truly best friends on this podcast.
2: The show is fun. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No? The show We're was gonna fine. turn the party every week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> let's get on out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.